The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, Batman onesie, baby. Batman onesie. Shall we play again? Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan, the video game podcast that you've always been looking for. (laughs) Even after you listen to it. Even after you listen to it, you're always searching. I am your host, Caleb Schweiss. I'm your other host, Joseph DeGuliere. And I'm Caleb Craig. And today, we are going to be talking about midnight releases. And this is not only for video games, this could be for books, movies, all sorts of good stuff. Talk about our experiences with them, what we think makes a good midnight release, and perhaps things that are coming up in our future that we would go to a midnight release for. Mm. Uh, I mean, we got new Star Wars movies coming out every year now, and uh, we got a Final Fantasy 15 coming out here in a little bit. <sighs> the original <laughs> release date is <laughs> past us now, but, but there's another one. And uh, That is yeah. funny to think, yeah, it'd be out today. Yeah, That's we would have played it, yeah. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. But, <laughs> yeah, so before we get into any of that, what's everybody been playing? Um, I have only played FF11 this week. Uh, we did beat Seekers of a Duelin expansion and are now moving on to our final, uh, you know, what is projected to be a much, much shorter sort of half expansion called Rhapsodies of Anadeel, which will wrap up our Final Fantasy XI journey. Nice. So I am excited to be done with that. We did have some epic gameplay time, I would like to say. There was a there was a moment in the final battle of Final Fantasy XI Seekers of Adulin in which we're fighting this dude named Hades, and he was rough. And we even had our like friend, our OP friend that we found in the game. Mm-hmm. She was even helping us out. And we we the party was wiped in the first try. The second try, like our 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 trusts went down. Our trusts are like NPCs that play mm-hmm. with you. And then um, and then everybody started going down one at a time. Krenatal went Dropping down. Like flies. Our friend went down. Uh, Schweiss eventually went down. I raised Schweiss up. Schweiss died again. <laughs> and then I raised our friend who didn't take the raise. And then I raised Krenatal. Or excuse me. And then I raised Schweiss. And then I raised Krenatal. Schweiss was able to get the, the truss up. And as soon as like they started the onslaught again, right before they beat the boss, I died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
the ultimate sacrifice. I, I had like I was like raising a shitload, <laughs> and then I eventually just sacrificed myself for the for the greater good of beating the boss. Which luckily, you know, it's not a problem in FF11. You can die during a boss fight if your team members beat it, then it's fine. Or if the NPCs beat it, it's fine. It's kind of bizarre. Like yeah. the two <laughs> NPCs we're playing with, if they die, we lose. But if we die, they can still defeat the boss. They can technically, but usually they can't because they have less health than the boss does and the boss yeah. does the more damage than they do mm-hmm. so it's interesting it's a it weird depends on uh, your timing i guess with that yeah it's a weird <laughs> element to that game i think anyway so that was my jesus moment sweet yeah i saved the world um <laughs> <laughs> is that all you've been playing that is the only thing i played this week i've been very very busy with my short film emmanuel song which by the way you can support on indiegogo and uh, you can go to emmanuelsong.com to find out more and if you want to hear mine and caleb's voices you can check out our old getting fat with caleb and joe feed at uh getting fat.geekdomentertainment.com that's fat with a ph and you can uh, listen to listen all listen to all of it all about it yeah nice yeah. plug yeah thanks yeah speaking of plugs <laughs> Oh yeah! How have you been doing? Yeah, how's that anal plug? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Got it all the way up there. Nice. So, you know, touching some intestines. Um, it's good. It's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. I don't know. He's like using it. It's like a drain that's clogged up. He's using it as a snake. Yeah, <laughs> stuffing it up in there like. <laughs> He's going to oh, lose. Wow. It's the fastest way to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, it's the old plunger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing some Silent Hill. Uh, I got Dragon Quest 7, so I just started a little bit of that. Um, I've been playing some more Neverwinter. And uh, I've been playing a shitload of Paper Mario 64. Recently. Oh, wow. Nice. So, yeah. it's uh, It's been fun. It's, Which, uh, I enjoy it a lot. Okay. Yeah. So I was about to ask what's Paper Mario, and then he answered it. Look yeah. at that. I've only ever seen Paper Mario played. I've never played it. It's uh, a lot like an RPG. In fact, it is an RPG. It's but a, it's a platformer. Just no. It's Mario. It's a it's a Mario RPG. Paper Mario. Paper Mario sixty four. Yeah. I've played. Well, I've seen Paper Mario played. It's, there's different ones. There's, there's definitely the, platformer. The aspects, first ones. Right? The first ones. The first one on the N64 is an RPG. Huh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> so it's worth playing, is what you're saying? Huh. Yeah. Check huh. it out. We <laughs> have to nominate it. Yeah. Speaking of nominations, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll name our winners from last week. Here. Are we going to name them already? Because I mean, we yeah, could it's a one-week time. It's so far away. I mean. I don't even know who won, dude. I have. I don't. Either. I haven't checked. Uh, last time I saw, there was a tie. It's oh. a three-way tie. Yeah. Oh, it'll be a surprise to us then. It will. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah. I forgot to even pull that up. I have been playing a bunch of Final Fantasy XI. I stayed up super late one night this week. We crushed through the expansion, working on the last one enjoying that one so far it's been pretty good i actually jumped back into final fantasy brave exvius and tried to get the lightning summon in the game i was unsuccessful and i refused to pay to play this game and because of that i didn't get her and i may never get her i'm not sure but so far it's a fun little mobile game it's something to do at work when i don't have anything else going on and uh let's see have i even played anything else 
I don't think I have. I haven't started Silent Hill yet. I did promise to stream that, and I still will. I just have yet to to kick it on. I'm not sure if I want to play it on my PSP or my PS3. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I can stream both of them at the same with the same ease, but uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, play it on your PS3. Okay. I feel so. like on the PSP it would be more shit. Yeah. Then on the PS3 <laughs> with the controls. Yeah. All right. All right. PS3. It is. So. Do you not like the game already? Ah, the game is fine. The controls are not fine. Well, that is part of the game. I feel right. It is part of the game, but God damn the controls. All right. All right. Okay. Well, uh, did anybody beat a game this week? No, no, no hog noise. What no happened to the hog beaten. noise? We didn't beat anything. Well, we don't deserve the hog noise. It. You gotta play the hog noise because it's our it's our beginning of the month uh, count up. Oh, that's why we'll play the hog noise, yeah. but not for this. Play the fucking. Uh- All right. So <laughs> no, none of us beat a game this week. However, some of you guys might have, and some of you decided to send us your numbers. Yes. Uh, as far as your uh, September hog is concerned, so. Let's, uh, what do you want to do? Nude clan hog first or super hog? Uh, super hog. Super hog. Okay. The super hog is, is an amalgamation of the media that you own and consume throughout the year. So in last place for super hog, Matunica with only 601 points. By the way, if you want to submit your hog points, there's a tab at nudeclan.net for, for doing that. It's the easiest thing in the world. It's easy. Um, Schweiss. God damn it. Second to last with 866 points. <sighs> Danny, our dear friend Danny, 901 points. The Scott Spot gives us 1136 points. I give you, I was once at the top. I give you now, oh, fifth to last or fifth, uh, fifth best, I should say, 1142 points. Strike Knight, 1146. Caleb Craig, third place of Super Hog with 1196. Disa Auckland. Oh. Oh. Disa. <laughs> Disa Auckland is 1831 points. Damn. At second place. And in first place, we have our man who has over 10,000 comic books. Yeah. Joe from Michigan. Uh, still standing at 13,111 points. <laughs> Jesus. God, man. <laughs> we will have first, second, and third place uh, prizes at the end of the year. So don't, you know, keep working on that stuff despite yeah. the fact that, you know, you don't own 10,000 <laughs> comic Keep yeah. sending us there's, those numbers. Yeah, there's still a chance. Now, the important number for the show. The yes. nude clan ranking. How many games you've beaten so far this year? Joe from Michigan. Oddly enough, at the bottom, ironically, in last place for the <laughs> nude clan, hog points with uh, two games beaten so far this year. Strike Night follows five games beaten. Disa Auckland with seven games beaten so far this year. Danny. Eight games beaten. Cameron Wilson, our dear, dearly departed fourth host, 
at nine games beaten. Departed. Not dead, uh, by the way. Not dead. Oh, I was going to say he was. Just, definitely but. not here. Uh, I have 13 games beaten. The Scott spot, 18 games. Schweiss in fourth place. Caleb Schweiss with 21 games beaten. And uh, tied for second place. So second and third place. Skull Hottie and Caleb Craig, both at 24 games. Mm-hmm. Caleb, your, your ranking's getting kind of shaky, buddy. Yeah, you're losing people your touch. Be, people be catching up Where's to you. all your indie games now, huh? And one person don't play them passing all the you by quite a bit, our own super sexy swinging fan fiction host, Jake, with 33 games beaten. That's all right. Jake knows that his stuff doesn't count. <laughs> I want that son of a bitch dead. I want you to get this fuck where he breathes. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss out his ass. All right. So thank you very much for those who sent in their points. Remember, guys, there's always next month and the month after that. And then our final count up at the end of the year. Yes, Joe. Yes. Uh, so please uh, get on that. It's not that once you counted up all your stuff, it's kind of easy to keep track of like the next thing. Yeah, yeah you got two months bad. left. Yeah. So. All right. Um, do we have a question this week? Twice. We do. We do indeed. So this one is actually from the contact forum from a friend called contact Jason. page contact page. Sorry. So. And it's about movies based on video games. He says, Hey guys, seeing as how you're making your way through movies based on video games, I think that you should do a show detailing the German director producer. You you bowl. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that. You bowl. This guy has done more than enough to destroy the reputation of video game movies, and I'm sure (laughs) you would be very aware of him. In the past, he has used a tax shelter fund to buy up video game IPs and pump out movies that have little to no resemblance to the game's story content. This includes the films Far Cry, Alone in the Dark, House of the Dead, and Blood Rain. Leading up to you watching these down the track, it would be great if you could give your audience a little perspective on how bad things actually got with video game adaptations. Thanks. Key Olive at home. Um, we'll definitely talk about Yuva Bowl uh, at some point. I've never actually watched any of his movies because his, uh, I guess like his, uh, like, oh, fuck, there's a turn of phrase that I've just totally just spaced out on. We, we know how bad he is without getting to him yet. Oh. <laughs> I, I've never seen any of his movies. I know Blood Rain and Alone of the Dark are two of them, and they're just supposed to be some of the worst movies ever made. There, this guy apparently, when a movie critic got really like, just tore him down. He uh, he challenged him to a boxing match, and the critic accepted the challenge, and they boxed. Who won? <laughs> I, I think Yuva Bull did. He's a boxer. Oh, okay, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> it's like a duel at dawn. <laughs> Uh, this guy is apparently really crazy, uh, really hard to work with. Uh, Guinevere Turner. Tell me I'm not mixing up that name. The, the one who wrote blood rain. She also wrote, um, the, oh, what is that movie? American psycho. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she came to talk at UVU like two weeks ago. So this is a pretty recent memory of her telling us about <laughs> how crazy this filmmaker is. And she said, you know, she had never played any of the any of the games before, but because of 
of um, American Psycho, she was called up by Yuva Ball, and he like kept on begging her to do the script. And finally, she like gave in. She had no interest in doing it. She said she played the game for like ten minutes, and then she had a girlfriend whose brother apparently had was really familiar with Blood Rain. And so she picked his brain and then she said she made kind of a mediocre script. Yeah. Uh, and then sent it off as like a first draft. And what happens in Hollywood is usually like they have the first draft and then you'll get notes and then there'll be usually, I think you have like a mandatory three drafts or something like that. Like there's usually like a process there depends on who you are and stuff like that. Um, but what happened was she sent off the first draft late and she got the a screaming call from this guy on his on her answering machine, um, you know, saying like, "What are you doing? We're about to shoot. We're 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 shooting like next week, and we don't have a script." And she's like, "What? They're <laughs> shooting?" <laughs> like she had no idea that they were like already were like ready, like they were going to shoot this thing, wow. and they didn't even have a script. That's ridiculous. Oh man! Uh, so she told her agent, you know, never let that man call me again. He has to call you and then um, and then apparently the script that they had. She said that when she watched the movie, uh, she went to the premiere and she was the only one laughing in the theater, like what they had done to the to the script that she had written. Oh, yeah. And it apparently she she claims that only about 20 percent of what she wrote was actually what was in the movie. Wow. So it's a it's a pretty funny story. And this guy, as far as I could tell, is pretty fucking nuts. I think that would be a fun thing to do, but like a spotlight on Yuva Bowl. Well, we usually do some making of stuff uh, when we get to the movies, and I think we got two of his movies at yeah. least that will eventually come up. So I, we'll, I, we'll talk about him more. Yeah, I see we go for it. That'd be this a lot guy of fun. is supposed to be he's he's like Ed Wood. Uh, he's, he's supposed to be that bad. <laughs> I haven't seen his movies though, so I I, I guess I won't I won't judge. I've seen Blood Rain, but it was like a while ago, so I don't really remember it. So this is gonna be interesting watch. Yeah, yeah. Our next movie, of course, next week, in fact, Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. Submit your reviews, guys. We got one this week, and we're looking forward to many more to actually give a little contest with this thing there's only like three reviews in this uh oh itunes section yeah oh yeah yeah submit them and if you have any thoughts on street fighter also tell us those yes Yes. please do (laughs) Uh, we would love to hear what you guys think of this i'm sure to be masterpiece that we will view oh yeah (laughs) this uh probably today actually probably a master class in filmmaking yeah yeah probably okay well uh well gee let's uh let's talk about midnight releases Yeah. yeah All right, so what is the last midnight release that you guys went to? This could be for a movie, a book, a video game, any of those kind of things. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. <laughs> that would be the last one. It's been a couple years. Um, uh, we almost went to the Type 0 one. We did, yeah. Type zero. We had all intents on going. <laughs> yeah, and then there was one car out in front of the GameStop. Yeah. We like, ah, it was the saddest fucking no. thing ever. And then, yeah, we decided not to. Wow. <laughs> Craig? Uh, probably the last one that we uh, that I went to was our 2 a.m. viewing of uh, Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. That's the one. 
That is also the most recent one I have been to. <laughs> so super, super exciting here. Hey, that was a good... God damn, that was a good time, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. We were over. We decided that since the new Star Wars movie was coming out, we're going to marathon the entire series. Not really. Well, not marathon. We're going to watch them all. And we sat down. And initially, we were going to watch just episode five. And then we're like, well, you know what? We got time for episode six. And then episode six finishes. It's pretty late. And... Uh, we're all just kind of tossed around the idea of, you know, maybe there's a showing that's available. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see how late they go. And I won't go upstairs, jump on Joe's computer, and we have like a, it's like a 2.30 in the morning showing of <laughs> Star Wars Episode Seven, And I buy like six tickets. We all go see it. Like I, every one of us, I think, tried to get like an hour of sleep beforehand because it was going to be bad. And it was bad the next day at work. Believe me. <laughs> Uh, but so we went to the the Thursday night showing of that, and it was a blast. It was awesome. It was awesome. Was. I am super glad we did that. I was not really planning on seeing it until that weekend when I had a free ticket from. A yeah, friend. I was gonna wait till like things kind of calm down and then go see it in the theater. But yeah, fuck it, whatever, yeah. man. Yeah, in thirty eight. And I gotta guys. tell you, there's no better audience than a midnight release audience. Like they are fucking ready to party. Yeah, they're stoked. <laughs> so they'll laugh five times harder at a joke in a movie or like if there's a reference to if it's a sequel there's a reference to some other previous thing yeah which the episode seven is a giant reference so yeah i loved it that's a good point um but yeah i was i had a similar i mean i think it was bigger for star wars but certainly with the last harry potter movie there was a there was a large crowd of yeah. very excited people dressed up like Lord Voldemort and shit like that. Yeah, unfortunately, the companion I had with me was a total bitch. Other than that, it would have been a blast. <laughs> well, I went with my sister. So. Oh, so you're saying same thing or what? I saw the one before that with a, with a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Was that a disaster? No, it was fine. God, okay, fine. Maybe it's just my. <laughs> it was experience. fine. We, I mean, it was kind of cold outside because I think it was like November or something. Yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> and we were the the lines at that movie theater were all outside for some reason besides the fact that they have like the biggest inside of any of the movie theaters around here. They're like, nope. For the Harry Potter, the twelve Harry Potter show showings, make sure all the twelve lines are outside. Yeah, <laughs> and so we just kind of sat there and waited waited our time for Deathly Hallows Part One. Jesus. But, uh, that's how the voting primary was down here. Oh, was it? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thankfully I'm voting independent because the Republican line is fucking <laughs> ridiculous. It's like around the building six times. Just people out there freezing their asses off. No wonder no one came out. It was like a 10% turnout for the whole state. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> then maybe this is why. They're like, well, we can fit 100,000 people in Dixon, right? It's, uh, you know, it's a couple hundred square feet. <laughs> ridiculous dude so yeah and then trump won the nomination regardless right yeah god damn it yeah <laughs> at least our st- our state well they went for ted cruz uh, yeah <laughs> a little better i guess uh, yeah. but no uh so yeah similar similar thing outdoor theaters that's a weird that's a weird one i mean we we had to do that when we went to see um hateful eight as well it was another yeah. one of those theaters where we're all outside and i was like that was an early release it wasn't a midnight release that was early yeah but that was that was sweet because like yeah we went down to vegas we and then of course the they were showing the movie in 70 millimeter thank goodness our our projection was still working yeah unlike some other ones that we've heard about 
Um, and uh, we got like this pamphlet thing that went with it, which I still have. And Did you come to that, Craig? No, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, there was uh, an, there was like a there was a there was an intermission. There was a prelude with the prelude music. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. It was old. School. It was just awesome. I, I wish they would just do that for movies, but you know people are too impatient. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Normal audience members. Not Dicks. me though. I'm ready for that shit. Yeah. Uh, as far as games to go, FF13 was the last one that I you know. I visited during the Elder Scrolls one and I visited or uh, Skyrim. Oh, I yeah. went with someone else or at least like stopped by the GameStop to visit with some friends. And then also the the Zelda one on the which Zelda? The last one on the Wii. Uh, Skyward, Skyward Sword? Sword. Okay, that's the one. All right. I did visit there. I didn't get either of those games. <laughs> <laughs> so what if you're if you weren't going to buy, what was the purpose of you visiting? Like what was I the, had friends there and I just said hi. Oh, okay. And you know, GameStop's open later, so you might well just go in and see what you can get. Um and you know, it's kind of fun, at least at the Springville GameStop. It's not just like a midnight release if it's a big one. They'll do drawings and they'll do contests and it's basically yeah. like a gigantic mingle of whatever yeah. thing that you're there for. And so it's fun. It's fun. That's what midnight release it's like a party to enjoy the media after the party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's essentially the purpose of it. And yeah. Joe being the most social creature out of all of us. Um, I could see you enjoying that a little more. Not that I don't enjoy it. I love it. I love the environment and the people. And I think it's great to laugh at the ones that are, you know, uh, super dressed up or like at the FF 13 one, there was a guy who looked exactly like Leon from final fantasy or not final fantasy uh, from resident evil four mm-hmm. the jacket and like the hair. And wow. Was like, well, and then there's always the dude at every midnight release who's dressed like master chief. So, yeah, yeah. Do you not remember uh, that? No. Yeah, there's a Master Chief there. I remember that. It was oh, really wow. weird. It's kind of out of like, place. Because, <laughs> yeah, there was, like, no Halo game coming out. There was, like, I don't even yeah. think it was a shooter. I think it was just, like, Final Fantasy thirteen and was it, like, God of War three or something? Well, no, God of War three was a week after. It was a week after? Oh, yeah, and you pre-ordered that. There was another game out, though. And I remember them doing. Yeah, a small I, there, there was. Yeah, there was two lines because almost was two games. everyone was there for thirteen. Yeah, yeah, but, it was. It was super weird because like that, that guy was a, does not belong here. That was a weird <laughs> one because that was what two thousand nine when mm-hmm. thirteen came out. I didn't yeah. really. I think I knew Joe, but I didn't really know Joe that much. Joe was just like this background dude. Background dude. Background not noise. The spotlight. Background what? noise. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that was kind of fun. He came along with Caleb Craig. I think I showed up. I think I I just brought myself. I might have brought Cody with me or something. Mm. But uh, that one was cool. I remember. And see, another one I went to was the Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. You went to Midnight that one. release. And I had played a bunch of Black Ops. Or not Black Ops. World at War. And I wanted to, I wanted to get this new one. I kind of wanted to play around with it. And so I, I I decided okay I'll I'll pre-order it, and I went in that day, and I pre-ordered, and they're like, hey, the midnight release tonight, we're gonna have a tournament, we're gonna have giveaways, we're gonna have all this stuff, and I was like, oh cool, I'll uh, I'll participate in that, and I like totally I won the damn thing, like I t- outright just won against everybody, and it was it was like a one v one match. Um, first to five kills maybe on the map Rust, mm. which is beloved to me. Nice. 
And it's uh, pretty similar to a map in Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare. So I kind of knew the map because I played that game with Caleb Craig for like an hour one day. <laughs> so I came into this and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get my ass kicked because I only know the Treyarch version of Call of Duty <laughs> and I'm going to lose. But I ended up taking it and I got this like sweet pack of prizes with, like uh, Dissidia cases there's like alternate cases a black one and a white one that i could put on the psp game piece i got it's kind of a weird reward for you fps yeah it was just a it was like a care (laughs) package thing it had extra downloads for games um a bunch of stuff in it it was a lot of fun and i felt like i felt famous because i won everyone was like (laughs) i swear to god dude they were asking me like autographing their posters because everyone who came there to get the midnight release thing they got like a modern warfare 2 poster and i was like signing it and then i it was crazy and it, you know the funniest part about everything is all of those guys that i beat so you were a rock star for a moment i right? was yeah all of those guys that i beat are way better at call of duty than me now i fucking suck compared <laughs> to those people they are just ridiculously good and it's sad i have fallen <laughs> i was a god and they brought me down <laughs> but uh that one was a blast that was a lot of fun it was a great environment everyone was super excited and the Playing the game, even though it's like a demo version of the game, playing against each other, having a sense of competition, a prize. I think that made that event ten times what it would have been normally. And uh, I I think that one was way more fun than the 13 one, mm-hmm. even. And I enjoyed the 13 event, but this one, like, there was a sense of, you know, a sense of camaraderie brought on by fighting each other in the arena. I'm trying to remember if it was the 13 one or not, but Dylan was with me. I think Dylan did come to that Okay. One. Dylan won a fucking cake. Yeah, that was the Final Fantasy yeah, 13 dude, one. Okay, so a new restaurant had opened in town at Springville, uh, which is the town just south of Provo, which is where we're all from, except for Caleb. Well, Caleb was twice there for a while. Caleb lived there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You from Springville? Do you consider yourself from no. Springville? Okay. I was born in Provo, baby. Uh, there you go. <laughs> um, so weak. We're, we're all down there. A new <laughs> restaurant had just opened up called Maggleby's. Uh, yeah, it, I think right? that, yeah, I think that's what okay. It was. I, I couldn't remember the word until I was just about to say the name. <laughs> it was an odd moment just there. And uh, they had a bunch of coupons for Maggleby's at the FF 13 event. And then mm-hmm. they just had this cake. And Dylan won the fucking cake. Yeah, he was, wasn't even... He just, like, showed just up and then cake. fucking put his name in the thing and then he got the cake. What an asshole. That just takes the cake. <laughs> Joe was <laughs> so pissed and, like, wanted the cake. So <laughs> bad. Any of the cake? Well, it's because, he, like, he didn't get the game. He just came and yeah. had the had the drawing number and he got the cake. What was funny and is... We, we all ate some of the cake. Oh, okay. So you did get some cake. It was very good cake. I remember it, it was, was. A, this gorgeous chocolate cake from Maggleby's that some, you know, 17-year-old slaved in the kitchen on <laughs> to make the day before and like it was good. It was good and that was probably the best prize ever. You know what also uh you know what's also funny about the COD one that I went to? I hadn't pre-ordered the game until I I like won the the competition. <laughs> like I was going with intent <laughs> to pre-order and I was like if they have any copies I'll grab it. Um, and like I, I, I played the tournament and I won and I was like, oh, I should probably buy the game now, huh? Like, All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get it. I was thinking of just being like, they're like, Hey, you're going to be on tonight. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to play world of war and then get everybody to just like walk out. 
He's like, yeah, fuck this. We're going to play World at War with this guy. <laughs> Not buying this new shit. And then shit. they put you on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we just like go say, out. He's a jolly good fellow. And <laughs> yeah, and then GameStop hates me forever. <laughs> So I went to that one. I went to the FF12 Midnight release as well. That one was very uneventful. I, I went in. There was a line. I got my game. I fucking went home. I played it for like 20 minutes, and then I, I passed out. Okay. So, so there is something I believe that Halo 2, it was at least the first Midnight release I had ever heard of for a game was Halo 2. Okay. And I remember there were like uh, there was like a magazine article talking about how, wow, they're doing a Midnight release for a game. Yeah, it's at certain places and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I think it probably started maybe not the first time, but at least started getting big. The midnight releases Mm -hmm. with Halo 2. So maybe they just didn't know what like how to put on a a midnight release. Halo 2 was like 05, wasn't it? Yeah, it was somewhere around there. And FF12 was 06. It was like Halloween around yeah. Halloween 06. So, so I'm saying maybe midnight releases were a new thing and maybe GameStop employees are like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> for this game, I have to stay up for this blah, bullshit. They probably volunteer for that for extra pay. Maybe. Well, yeah, probably. Still, though, <laughs> it's like not much. Maybe. They're still fucking minimum wage. Still. Are they? I think so. They're close. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> There goes my dream. Yeah. Caleb yeah. had that dream, too, but they wouldn't take him. I did. I don't know why. Okay, they'd probably take you now. Probably. They'd be, be like, they'd be like begging for it. I have an associate's degree, and you better let me take minimum wage at this job. I'm yeah. above this, <laughs> but I'm willing to stoop. I'm willing to stoop for this GameStop position. Yeah. Associate's degree game is at least $10 an hour. <laughs> It's a sad truth, actually. Assistant manager, please. Yeah. Above the guy who's who didn't graduate high school, that'd be great. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, well, he got the job because he spent every waking moment of his time here, hung out with me, became friends with me, and then I gave him the job. Yeah. I feel like that's how it sometimes goes. Some yeah. Nepotism in there. Yeah. Probably. But Not that uh, it shouldn't. I guess you would want a guy who's been around the store a lot that you're familiar with. Yeah. I think they do like tend to give it to those people. Like they tend to give those gaming retail jobs to those people. I could see that. Yeah. You being in there all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not going to get it then. Cause I'm like Amazon. <laughs> yes. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon would hire me, right? I Maybe. <laughs> um, there is no Amazon. Place. There's no, yeah. There's nothing. There's no job. There's no, not in Salt Lake. Yeah. There's no distribution thing. Whatever. Fine. Fuck you then. What was your, (laughs) what was your first midnight release for anything? For anything? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I think it might've been the 13 one because I remember after doing the 13 one that I wanted to do a bunch of other ones because it was pretty fun, you know, just hanging out with a bunch of like people who like the same shit, Mm -hmm. but, uh, we never really got around to it. Yeah, and since and if we don't do it, you didn't do it. Yeah. You so. didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. There exactly. You go. What about you? FF12 was my first midnight release. Of anything? Of anything, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I never saw a movie before then, ever in my life. It's like my first movie was the day after FF12, so 
I guess I'm the only Harry Potter fan in here. Then that came out Deathly Harry Hallows Potter part and two. the Order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. The book. Oh, the book. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. Yeah, I've never done a midnight release for a book. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. dude. The next, the next uh, Song of Ice and Fire book. I'm fucking there. <laughs> and I'm yeah, amazed that you weren't there um, for your precious yeah. wheel of time. I went to a signing. Yeah, we went to a signing. Of few weeks after it was released or maybe a couple months after it was released like uh, Brandon Sanderson was, we talked to him we asked him about the the status of like the movie and then mm. he said said he couldn't tell us anything yeah um we yeah we yeah we hung out for quite a while because like the, the signing kind of ended but we all just stood around and talked to Brandon Sanderson for a little while yeah he's a pretty cool dude <laughs> yeah he is I've, I've only ever read two-thirds of one of his books but <laughs> yeah he's a pretty cool dude I've only read one of them so no, I'm more know. interested in what he has to say than actually reading his books. Is that a little weird? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know he's well, it's good. Like, it's one of those. It's just like this uh, filmmaker. We know he's bad. You know Brandon <laughs> yeah. Sanderson is good because people you trust to some extent with Craig uh, says you know, they say he's good. I mostly went to get Towers of Midnight, right? That yeah. The fla- second last Wheel of Time book. But you hadn't even gotten up to that no, point. No, but I would get it signed by him, which yeah, I still dude, I bought a second copy so I could have it signed. <laughs> yeah, you had to buy the copy and then he would sign yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, once I get to the 13th book, at least I'll be able to look at it and appreciate it. True, true. Because I'll probably listen to it on audiobook and just look at <laughs> I the I have signature. that book signed. Yeah, I got that book signed. <laughs> I got don't the touch. audio one signed. Um, he came on. No, no, no. You don't get it signed. You get him to introduce it. Like, hey, this uh, is uh, I guess Brandon that would be Sanderson. Uh, virtual version. Yeah, the virtual it. signing. It's like, hey, this is Brandon Sanderson, and I'm introducing this book for Joseph de Gaulier. Enjoy your, uh, enjoy your listen. Caleb, what you're doing with your sleeves right now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Caleb has a long sleeve uh, sweatshirt on. And he's doing that thing doing that, that, that kids thing. do where you like pretend that you lost your hand. Like that, <laughs> that really shy, like 16 year old girls do when they Emo have girls. long sleeves. My hand they'll, is like, cold. They'll cup their hands within, within their sleeve and then like put it up to their chin. <laughs> My hands are cold. It makes it look like you're wearing a onesie with the little mitten gloves on it. I have a onesie. I could wear it. Oh, my God. You have a onesie? Yeah, dude. Dude, my brother has a onesie, too. It does. Why the fuck do you have a onesie? Give me a minute here. No, dude. Dude, does does it have the butt flap? No. Oh, my brother's (laughs) does. I am, uh... God, that is that is something. I was like grateful as a kid that I never wore a onesie, <laughs> at least in my memory of you know having pajamas or whatever. Mm. Like I, because I, I remember my friend Timo wore a onesie to bed and we had a sleepover. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were like four or five or something like that. You oh, okay. It's early. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, uh, mm. to me, like the idea of a onesie. Um, you know the the Christmas story movie? Yeah. Where you had the bunny suit? Yeah. That's what a onesie looks like to me. I mean, even without the bunny suit, I think yeah. a onesie looks... I think it's the worst looking piece of clothing that anybody could wear ever. <laughs> ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Batman, and it's even got a cape. That is something. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 
How did you get into that thing so fast? I just, I know how to take my clothes off. Ooh. Dude, this thing is, all right, so it's a man-sized onesie, a short man, admittedly, but we were walking through Target one day, and I heard there were just onesies that were large, and I was like, that's huge, and I picked one up, and I was like, I could fit this. (laughs) Now, the problem it's a little tight. Like, it's for a man with a shorter torso, which is weird because my torso is not very large. So it kind of has the tendency to brush the junk to the side. And a few times that I've worn it, I've looked at it, and I'm like, hmm, I can tell. If there's ever another Batman movie... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, in, at the midnight release, you should wear that. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> just to tie it into our conversation, you got a Batman onesie, which looks disgusting, <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it'd be perfect for midnight. Disgusting? What? <laughs> Me and Caleb were uh, were were talking about how I, I I believe that the onesie may be the ugliest uh, piece of clothing that anyone could ever wear. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Besides, maybe that those pants that they wore in Victorian era with the like the flap. Oh. <laughs> what about the onesie that that one girl wears in Wild Wild West with the ass flap? That's not. That doesn't make her look any better. Well, I mean, I enjoyed the ass. Is that scene. Penelope Cruz? I have no idea. Or is it uh, or is it the other lady who I get mixed up with Penelope Cruz all the time? I don't know who that is. You don't know who Penelope Cruz is? No, I don't know who that one lady who you oh. always get <laughs> she's mixed in, up um, with is. She's in that Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, Ooh, from which Dust one? Dawn. Okay. She's the stripper, and then she turns into a uh, zombie or vampire. Uh, I can't shit. All right, we got to get the onesie on the Twitter. Oh, my God. We're taking a picture of the onesie? Yeah. Okay. Say cheese. <laughs> Why is it fucking blurry? Okay. And Caleb is learning how to use a camera phone while taking a picture of Caleb. Yeah. Ish. All right, it's done. <laughs> wow. That is uh so if you uh if you're wondering what the Caleb Schweiss onesie looks like that he's going to wear to the next Batman premiere, um uh you you'll have a taste on the Twitter. Damn, it's too <laughs> bad I didn't wear it to the uh premiere for Batman v Superman. Well, and then Caleb yeah. could have gotten a giant Superman one. Her a name, giant Superman one. Yeah. The lady I get mixed up with Penelope Cruz all the time is Selma Hayek. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Selma Hayek versus Penelope Cruz. One name is easier to say. (laughs) Which one is hotter? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that might be it. It's just the name. But they both have like six, like, I guess one is actually a Portuguese accent, but you know, they sound, the accent sounds similar. Yeah. So, I don't know. And they're they're both beautiful brunette women. (laughs) So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, wow. What, what what midnight releases are we looking forward to? Probably the next Star Wars, right? Yeah, the next oh, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, the next I'll two a.m. release. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and um, Final Fantasy 15 most deaf. Yeah, we'll go and at the very least kind of gather the the feeling, the aura of the midnight release for that game. In 20 years, when the next Diablo is released, I am there, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 20 years? Yeah. Didn't we decide it was slightly less than that? Um, maybe. We should look like at a... We should put them all on a graph and see where the line goes. <laughs> and see, like, approximately where the next yeah. one's going to be. Yeah. It'll yeah. probably be 20 years, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> well, it is Blizzard, so... Uh, yeah, I'll be there for any sort of midnight release that they would have for the next Game of Thrones book, for sure. Um, Star Wars, I think, is one that we'll probably do, even though I'm not looking forward to the spinoff ones nearly as much as a main series. Mm-hmm. I'll still probably go, and it might end up being the same as the other times where we're like, eh, kind of wish-washy until like, midnight rolls around, and then it's like, okay, we should probably do this. And... Uh, I don't know. I don't know of any other movies that I'm like, oh, must see midnight, must go, you know, find some bullshit, not sold out theater. Because a lot of movies you can just go see on yeah. Thursday. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal to go into a movie that's not the biggest thing in the world. You know, I am so. thinking right now, there aren't any like big budget movies because those are the only ones that really do get midnight releases. Um, Maybe the next Godzilla movie. I might go see just with Drew for fun. Yeah. But it's not like I'm dying to go see that movie as soon as it's released. Yeah. Um, of course, I wasn't feeling that way with Star Wars, and yet I went and it was a lot of fun. I was feeling that way with Harry Potter, I'll be honest. I was probably more ready to go see a midnight release of Harry Potter than I was the Star Wars movie. Yeah. I'd want to see that uh, new Godzilla in the IMAX. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. I, if That's IMAX what it's about. get the midnight release. Going to see that shit in the IMAX. Yeah. Dude, is it going to be strange? IMAX? The last one was. Yeah. And it was great. Well, the was, last one yeah, was. It was yeah. amazing. A lot less. Uh, well, it's it's it was domestic, so it was a lot easier to get into more theaters. I oh, I'm not talking about Resurgence. I'm talking about the next, like, Godzilla 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Whatever so the next one that will be in IMAX. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll go see that in IMAX, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it'll be midnight release, but well, know. either way, it'll be like day one or two, and that's kind of the the feel of the midnight release. Um, is like the just early on, the earliest possible. Yeah, the early crowd for a movie, and that it's kind of nice because something like Star Wars is so big that a lot of people are going to be talking about it, and seeing it as early as possible helps avoid spoilers <laughs> and whatnot. So yeah, I'll probably true. go see Rogue One, but I'm probably not going to see it in on midnight release. No, I'm not. I, I fucking Disney. God damn it. All right. Just just do the linear line and then do spinoffs. Like, what is this? I guess we need our I, we need our yearly paycheck. Well, we need what, that, are, what if they keep making new trilogies, though? new aliens to make new toys. If they keep making trilogies and they're just never going to do spinoffs. So they might as well do spinoffs at the same time. It gives more time for the development of the numbered movies. So it's not too big of a deal to me. Yeah, yeah I guess. But I feel like, well, I feel like you lose some hype if you put out movies so much. But then again, they're they're doing it for Marvel movies, and most of them are big successes. Yeah, I mean, some of the biggest movies this year have been Marvel movies. Yeah. I think the uh, top three Civil War and uh, yeah, Civil War is up there. Batman uh, v Superman's up there, and Suicide Squad. I can't remember which one was number one for the year, but they're t- fucking superhero movies are always up there. 
And yeah, I feel you though. You do lose some sort of hype and every trilogy, every star Wars trilogy starts off epic tier and then it gets lower and then it gets lower as far as the earnings go. Oh, lo- every earnings, single earnings. one of them. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Not yeah, dude, Empire was so much God better. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, I can't see it with either trilogy, that pattern at all. Anyway. No, yeah. It's like fucking Phantom Menace is the absolute worst. It is, yeah, easily. Caleb, we watched them all in a row, and we watched them to see, like, okay, is Phantom Menace worse than the others? Because when I was a kid, I hated Attack of the Clones more than Phantom Menace. Yeah. I see now... That was the wrong opinion. I think uh, <laughs> I think Dwayne agrees with you, Craig. I think he likes Phantom Menace more than Attack of the Clones. Phantom Menace has... I only like it slightly more, and that is entirely because of Darth Maul. Entirely. All right. I can't argue with that. Attack of the Clones it's just like Darth has Maul a weak cool. bad guy, I feel. But Darth Maul's fucking fight gets like all these other... Like yeah, stuff intercut. Garbage. Yeah, it's intercut. Shit that I still don't care to follow in my old age. <laughs> like, as a kid, I was like, are uh, you old all of well, a sudden? <laughs> when I was a child, I didn't really follow the political stuff mm. in the movie. And now I understand it. I just don't care. There are things all. that I like about both the second and the third one. And there is one thing I like in that <laughs> first one. Yeah. Oh. One and a half. I one like, and a half. I like the pod race, but it's too long. The pod race it is, is awesome. too long. I do like the big battle too that they have against the uh, on that massive field with the the gungans, the gungans and the droids. Yeah, that was a good fight. It was yeah. ruined by the uh, <laughs> Sith Lord Jar Jar Binks, but <laughs> Sith Lord Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, but uh, you know, there's I don't know. I, I they're all of those movies are gross to me. They're gross. Like watching them, I'm like, oh Jesus! Even episode three is like, ugh. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right to me. I can't. <laughs> you have done that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you have done that yourself. He's the best thing. Ewan McGregor is the best thing about that trilogy. He is, but yeah. it's even in three. There's some horrible line delivery. <laughs> okay. That's because they're horrible lines. <laughs> I'm not going to blame the actors for that. I mean, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Ewan McGregor is epic. So um, I, I would see the new Star Wars <laughs> still um, possibly on midnight release if I had enough people. The Rogue One. Yeah. I, I would make an event of it if I had, you know, three or four other. Uh, the trailer friends. is pretty sick for it. Like, I like the trailer a lot for Rogue One. So, you know. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> now, then again, the uh, the trailer for this episode seven were also like they were godly. Like fuck, they went all out with those. Who trailers. made those trailers? Because those were the, like besides maybe the Prometheus trailer, I don't think I've seen better trailers. Like well, trailers that are better at getting you excited to see something without giving any of the plot away. Dude, remember the uh, the Detective D trailer? I mean, the Detective right. D trailer. All right, the Detective D trailer was like a really good trailer but then they had the deer jump up and it became a great trailer yeah okay. it was, it was yeah, amazing he, it was that moment deer. made it the best yeah if you, you guys gotta see this thing it's called detective d and that's d-e-e right yeah detective d look up the fucking trailer for that movie because you're gonna be like oh it's just a fun kung fu film and then there's a the thing with a deer and a certain like goat squeal at the same time <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. And me and Caleb had to like watch it over and over again. We we eventually had to watch the movie because of the trailer. 
Well, and I enjoyed the tra- I enjoyed the movie immensely. Yeah, so. the movie's fun. The movie's yeah. fun. Oh boy. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm stop. I stopped fanboying out. I guess. Yeah, with the exception of Star Wars, I'll of course go see that. And Final Fantasy. And Final Fantasy, which I feel like I'm, you know, I've got it on Amazon, so I don't need to go to the midnight release. Yeah, but um, I would like to be there to, <clears throat> for the show. Yeah, so it's mean, almost like a different reason for going. Yeah, it is. We're trying to spread the love of UFF to the Utah community. There you go. And I don't know. It's it's people who are peers, I guess, for Final Fantasy will be there, so it's important. Mm-hmm. So, guys, what are some uh, good memories of, of midnight releases for you? And uh, what midnight releases, what movies or, or books or, or video games especially, uh, what, what midnight releases are you looking forward most to in the future? Um, do we want to get fat? I do. Let's get fat. Caleb Craig. What? What's up? You are the fattest of us all, so mm-hmm. start us off. I don't know. I haven't really been doing much this week. Uh, just been, I have a lot more work. I've been, uh, getting called in on all my days. 25 hours a week. <laughs> Actually, I have been full time for the past three months. Hold on. Full time 30 or full time 40? 40. And then I've been getting called in on my days off. So, fuck you. So there. First time in your life? No, not first time. Yeah, I had Maybe to be the second. Well, he was working with where I work for a while. Yeah. And then I had uh, another job that was like that that was full time. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. He hated it. Yeah. But did. he had a shitload of money all the time. So it's true. It was nice. Know. Give and take. <laughs> Any movies? Uh, I have watched a few more movies. I've just been rewatching a lot too. Uh, I rewatched the a few of uh the dc animated ones for the comics i enjoy those a lot Do you just so. watch those once a week is it no i just <laughs> like to watch them on occasion mm, okay all right nice fair Shvies. all right so i am doing pretty well yeah lost a bunch of weight so far it's like 46 pounds total i'm kind of stagnating and i think it's just getting tougher now that i'm getting down to acceptable ranges and hmm, let's see what else we got school's going pretty well i'm kind of behind on a couple things right now i need to like interview some business leader about ethics and i can't fucking find someone else to do it for me (laughs) so i only have one of two done and i have to have like a five page paper by monday rough draft i'm fucked like i I don't even (laughs) have a second person to talk to so it's getting kind of stressful a business leader yeah, that's what they say. I'm what probably does that gonna, even mean? Who qualifies as a business leader? Like an HR person or a... Uh, Talk to the dude at Tommy's. You guys made me technically HR for this. So How are you, you HR you for this? To me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we called him in our role. Oh, is that really yeah, what yeah. we called yeah. him? Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got to do that. So I'm a little behind in that. But everything else is going pretty well. I'm going to actually do a like a fucking presentation informative presentation on podcasting so i'll upload that to the website because it's going to be filmed if it's not complete garbage if it's bad then i'm not going to upload it (laughs) then you'll hide it from the world i'll destroy it if it's bad yeah but (laughs) i got my garbage up on the blog i got my garbage i got some bad shit up there yeah i don't know yeah but but that stuff involves us too yeah we're part of it (laughs) thankfully the early ones i'm not there but 
as it as it gets Shameful. more and more recent. It's yeah, classic, classic. It's <laughs> <laughs> one word for it. <laughs> well, uh, once you go fat, you never go back. Is a classic short film. Yeah, classic. Yeah, that and Bames John. Oh my god, Bames John. Those are that's like my trilogy of uh, of amazing, terrible. <laughs> Yet hilarious to those who are in it. Short films. Yeah, it's, I think it. Yeah, it's once you go fat, you never go back. Houseman and Bames John, the yeah. Scarlet Gamble. Oh, <laughs> I cringe still, dude. It's so fucking funny. Have you seen it recently? I have seen it recently, and I did laugh, but I was just like the entire time. I was like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, I've been busy with that, and then I've also been busy doing the crowdfunding campaign for Joe and I and three other people's project on a uh, short film. And that's been, that's been, there's been a lot of work I put into making the site, looking at tons and tons of other uh, projects to kind of see what their goals are as far as like producer credits go. Some of them are way high. Some of them were like not so high or non-existent. So I kind of wanted to get a nice average just mm-hmm. to make it consistent with other projects. So that's been taking up a good amount of time. And at work, we've been missing people. So like I actually have to work lately. Like, oh I've been, damn it. I've been doing a lot, a lot. <laughs> and I don't have time to do all the fun stuff anymore. So you only get four hours of Facebook instead of eight? <laughs> well, actually, I'm on Facebook all day, but... It's it makes it easier to do my job when I'm logged in, but uh, not not fun Facebook. So that's been oh your job Facebook yeah my as job a, as a social media expert yeah it's it's easier to see stuff when I'm logged in like mm. I can see more it's weird but it's an excuse to be on Facebook so no, I was like job shopping yesterday on a KSL uh huh and um. There was some like social media expert you jobs out there. Yeah. Might want to look into that, see if they pay better than what you got. Oh, I bet you they would. <laughs> I bet you they would. Uh, but I don't know. I get that tuition stuff. So, so yeah, it's getting kind of busy. Getting Did a little you hectic. already get the tuition stuff? Yeah. Oh, I have then. to wait a year or I'll have to pay it back. Oh, that sucks. I know. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's going well. My finances have been not as good, but. I still will pay extra on everything and stoke to pay it off in no time. Uh, what well, we did figure out what age, um, would you, if, if you were going at this rate the rest of the time, I think it was like 41. So you'll have your house paid off at 41 years old. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. It like gives me a hard on every time I look at it and think about like paying it <laughs> off. I just fucking no blood in the brain anymore. It's all down <laughs> south. Super into that. Not enough though, as you can see by my gallons of Diet Coke that I drank now that I'm on the seconds thing. Uh, I've been watching. I'm trying to watch more more movies. It's a good way to earn hot points and I like movies and I watched a couple of them that came out this year. Uh, the Shallows, and I watched Me Before You last night. Watched both of those. I really kept up on the uh, newer movies that have been coming out. Well, this me, year. me Before You has Amelia Clark, and that's the only reason to watch it. As far as that's thing. the only reason, and the guy who plays Tywin, they're both in there. Oh, I like and that uh, Alex pointed out that these these uh, Game of Thrones actors they move in packs. 
Oh, they really, do, dude. They like I watched an episode of Doctor Who, and like two of them were yeah, on there, and I was like, they, "What the fuck?" They're like safety buddies. It's weird. Like they oh, go, "Yeah, the witch, the witch had, had two. two of them." This movie <laughs> oh, I watched God last God night had me. two. Uh, the Adelaide movie Alexandria says has two two people from it. It's got uh, Dario, I think, and one other person. I can't remember who she said. And dude, they they just move in packs. It's crazy. <laughs> Feel like maybe England has only like forty actors. Oh god, and no. that's why you're Kings like- Kingsglaive, Sean Bean, Lena no! Headey. It's happening. No! <laughs> they, they like partner up and they go in and they get the job. Like that's just how it works. They're like, oh, you guys are you guys are from that show? Yeah, sure. What what part do you want? <laughs> It's craziness, and I, that is honestly why I'm watching them. Like, it, because they're in it? Yes. Yeah, and because she wanted to watch a romantic movie. That's why they're hiring okay. you know, for people to go, oh, that's Amelia Clark. I guess I'll go watch that movie. Yeah. Maybe she'll take her top off again. Yeah, she Woo! didn't show me her tits. I asked for it, but it didn't happen. Oh, you asked? Yeah, I was like, show me your tits. Was it politely? Is she a brunette in that movie? Yes. What do you think? She looks really good. Right. I, I don't know which one I like more. Brunette definitely looks more natural. But I like her as a blonde, too. <laughs> and I like her with no hair and uh, with, I don't know, she just looks really, she's really good looking. She has crazy eyebrows, though, and like a massive mouth, I noticed yesterday. It's like, <laughs> like I think she could probably, I could probably put my fist in her mouth. I think she is also a very small person. She probably has a really small head, and it's only by proportion. Okay, she is pretty small. That's yeah. true. It was weird seeing uh, her... Like face to face with uh, Tywin Lannister, who's odd. Like, <laughs> that and, and a weird he, moment. And for he you? wasn't evil. He wasn't like cold hearted or anything. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this man. He's going to do something. Someone's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to become like cold hearted and just take over the world. But yeah, it was all right. Shallows was cool. It was kind of Jaws esque. Um, it was like a mix between the Jaws fight scenes with the shark and a There's fight scenes in Jaws. Well, they killed the shark. The shark jumps out of the water. They cut foo fight. Yeah. That would, that would be amazing. Uh, like that. Oh, what no, is that movie? It would not be. What, it, was, it would be. What is that movie where the, the elevator opens up and this guy fights like 40 dudes in a hallway? And it's old, like, keep, old boy. Yeah, old boy. an yeah. old boy fight scene with the sharks and Jaws. That'd be awesome. It's just uh, <laughs> Captain whatever that guy's name is. And he's just like fending him off. Captain Quinn? <laughs> yeah, Captain Quinn versus the army of Jaws. Uh, no, it was it was kind of like a mix between that and... And, uh... What the fuck is Tarantino's first movie? Reservoir Dogs. It all took place in, like, a very small area for the most part, and... Huh. It was, it was cool. It scared me in a few spots, like some crazy jump scares in, like, good spots. So it was a good little thriller, and, uh... Definitely better than the other one I watched. Yeah, maybe for you or for me, not for the other person that I watched. <laughs> she liked the romantic whatever movie more. It was kind of a romantic comedy. The dude was pretty funny, but oh. it, yeah, it's, it's it had advertised a, as a romantic comedy. It had Neville in it too, which I thought was weird. The yeah. Neville dude, Neville Longface. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the drastic change. <laughs> yeah, he's no, he's like a fitness guy in this one, and I was making jokes about how like, yeah, I can't be the fat guy from Harry Potter anymore. Does his mouth kind of still just stay open like a freak? Yeah, Blech. yeah, he's like, he looks yeah. like a tard half the time. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> 
He just looks confused. Like, what? People always call me the asshole. Do, do they listen to what Schweiss says? <laughs> no, what happens is I say it and then they do this. They laugh. They joy. Oh, man. No, there, there was a PlayStation conversation that said you were the old man and he was the dick. Yeah. So oh. they acknowledge that he is a oh, dick. They finally acknowledge that he's the dick. It's yeah, just but more that apparent that you're an old man, apparently. Yeah. I'm younger than Schweiss. I don't know, man. You just got the uh, old hearing. man motif. It's the, it's the hearing. It's like what? the hearing ages you. What? Hey. <laughs> I'm going to find that. I'm going to find a study that links how people perceive you with your ability to hear. Now, it's not that Joe can't hear. It's that Joe what? has the hearing of like a, what was it, like 40-year-old man you said the other yeah, day? Yeah, 40-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe somehow you can just tell like by jaded looking at a jaded 40-year-old, like my personality has just become that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it, it has just, to do with how well your, your hearing is. Yeah, you adapt <laughs> you adapt your life around it, the, your, your ability to hear. Oh, Thank God it's, it's going to be weird for deaf this, people. In this very yeah. small context, you know, you might have a point there. Yeah. <laughs> this limited sample size. <laughs> It's. I'm just glad it's not vision, or I'd be like 60. So I can't see shit. Yeah, I can see beautifully. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. So uh, yeah, fun movies. Uh, finances are going great. School's going pretty well. I'm just a little bit behind, and um, diet's great. So yeah, fuck. Good times. Oh boy. I uh, I watch some movies, although admittedly, right now I'm wa- I'm rewatching a lot of movies with like commentary tracks on and stuff oh, like nice. that. So I got nothing. Uh, I got a couple new things, but nothing big. I, got, I watched I watched Sully, and then I watched August Osage County, which was just a movie about crazy, super hyper, just evil women. And then, like, the dudes who are just kind of quietly in the corner, unfortunately, living with these people. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you can watch uh, August Osage County through that lens, and it's it's okay, I guess. Uh, the performances are amazing, but it doesn't save the movie from being claustrophobic because they don't go anywhere in the movie. And then it's just kind of a hard watch because it's... The relationship stuff is like so intense and kind of over the top and I don't know. I'm like, it's it's a play that was put to a movie and it still feels like a play. Mm-hmm. It's not cinematic, so I'm sort of disappointed in that way, but you know, it's worth watching for Meryl, Meryl Streep uh, alone, I guess. Um, that's the only new movie I saw. I rewatched a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> rewatched like four David Fincher movies. Rewatched Citizen Kane. Um, what else? Barry, half of Barry Lyndon, I rewatched. So yeah, it's like one of the best Good looking stuff. movies ever. Um, yeah, I would actually say it probably is the best looking movie ever. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, like cinematography wise, and Barry Lyndon, Jesus, that uh, wow, it's yeah, amazing. It's a great movie, man. Other other than FF Eleven, my time has been spent almost entirely. On uh, on our short film Emmanuel Song, which uh, Indiegogo campaign. Uh, if you guys could please go check that out, or you know, check out Getting Fat. Did I already say this? Yeah, you did. No, yeah, it's okay. The That's fine. It's okay. Another uh, merciless plug. Another plug for it. Okay, look, we'll stop plugging it when it's funded. All right. So there's one thing. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. We'll stop when it's funded. Actually, we got one of our listeners is now an executive producer. On yeah, so thank you. Thank, thank you, you very you. much. My God. Uh, but yeah, it's still not funded as of, you know, since we put it out yesterday. Yeah, it's been, what, 13 hours since we, <laughs> we All right, threw it up. It's time to go to nudeclan.net. What? Right now. Oh, my God. You're right. The games. <laughs> it's like, what are you what are you looking at me for? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? All right, guys. So last so we got, week, we got the Street Fighter review. We got Silent Hill. <laughs> and now it's a uh, all right. Joe, Joe went with Enter the Matrix. I don't know why. What was your reasoning? What was your reasoning? Because I've never beat it, and I fucking love the Matrix. Okay. All right, all right. Craig? I'll probably nominate Path of Neo at some point oh as well. Oh, my God. Craig went with The Wheel of Time, which is a bizarre game. Yes, it is. And uh, I watched him play it, and I had no idea what the fuck was happening. So that'll be fun if that wins. I went Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, because it is awesome. It is Final Fantasy X meets Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, Dylan, you would love it. <laughs> uh, Cameron phoned in the Lego Star Wars 3, the Clone Wars game. That bizarre. is not, it was totally phoned in, like both meanings it's, of the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. And uh, a bizarre choice, but it is a Lego Star Wars games are great. And we have. Hold not, on, hold on. Craig, did you ever vote? Yes, I did. Okay. Never I think everyone voted. We haven't seen the results. The winner is. Oh my god, it's still fucking tied. <laughs> it's tied between Enter the Matrix, Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, and The Wheel of Time. This is what we're doing. I can't believe that Lego Star Wars actually got a vote. We didn't get enough votes, honestly. We got... What do we get? Like? That's ten. Ten votes? We could just wait till next week. Nope. Could give this one a double weaker. Or how about this? How about that, we... That gives us less time to play, and I got this short film, and it's sick, and I am not... Not, not doing that. Doing that. All right, guys. We could either do the random batch that Joe wants to do, or we can decide what one do you not want to play. Let's let's do it the way we choose a movie when we're all hanging out. Oh, we got three choices here. That's uh, okay. Which one do you want to play the least, Joe? Out of the three, out, out of, of the, the Wheel three. of Time, The Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, and Enter the Matrix. How long does it take for Wheel of Time? I have no idea. No fucking idea. But it's a little FPS game, so I don't imagine that it's that long. I think we should do a drawing. Cause I, uh, oh my god, nobody's beat it. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> We're seeing around 14 hours for main and extra. Okay. Because two people. A first that. person shooter. <laughs> Jesus. Only two people have fucking played this game. <laughs> How did anyone vote for this? Are these the two? And then one other person. No, it was the two people who've played it. And then Craig. <laughs> the two guys that have pulled. I actually didn't vote for the Wheel of Time. What What did you vote for? I voted for the Third Age. Oh, my God. Oh, so Host voted for uh, Third Age, huh? Yeah. I yeah. kind of wanted to play it. All right. So are we just going to do a random then? You don't want to eliminate one that you don't want to play? I don't because I think we'll all eliminate the other one. That's really what I think is going to happen. Well, what would you what would you eliminate out of the three? Because here I know you guys both voted for Lord of the Rings: The Third Age, and thus 
I would have removed uh, Wheel of Time, and then I would have removed Wheel of Time too. What? Yeah. Oh, so you bastard! I don't want to play the Enter the Matrix at all. Why I don't either, at Craig. all. Why not? <sighs> but if I'm gonna play one, it's gonna be the <laughs> Matrix one, and not the fucking Wheel of Time one. All right, Wheel of Time, dude. There's no way to tell. I don't even know which ones these are. This is a really scribbles. odd way to do, I'll do this. it. You'll do it. We okay. got little scribbles and a uh, okay, a thing. Tear it apart. Okay, yeah. He picked but a he picked a so piece of paper out of a thing, a out very of a, very of a small thing? piece of paper that has been crumpled up thoroughly. <laughs> Can he even undo it? Who won? Fuck! What is it? It's wheel of time. Oh! oh! Come on! <laughs> Okay, uh, today, can you burn us a copy? You can just buy it on Amazon. It's like $3. I'm not buying anything, Caleb. I am unemployed. Is that $3, you fuck? Is that a a new copy, Caleb? I only buy new, Craig. (laughs) That is a mistake. No, Caleb, you're going to have to burn it. (sighs) It's illegal. Buy used, $69.95. Illegality. Caleb, you're going to have to burn the game. But it's available to you. You just Caleb, don't want to do it. It is out of print. Fuck you. <laughs> I am not paying $69 for an out of print game. Fucking get a used one. No. That that was used. That wasn't used. That was used. He just said that. My God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have wheeltimegame.webs.com. Download a new copy of the game here. All patches applied. New master servers counted for. No CDs required. Okay. Looks like it's free on some website. We're going to play this horrible fucking game. We don't yeah. know it's horrible. <laughs> I assume only two people have played it uh, on how long to beat. What does it say on IGN? Uh, let's uh, see. <laughs> I want to see what it... Like its scores? I did not think that Check would... Check Metacritic be. for its score. Okay, you just got... Yeah, I guess Metacritic... 65%. How many reviews? Eight. Six. Uh, go up. Oh, eight. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe some guy it gave it a okay. hundred. Some guy okay. said it was perfect. The Christian science monitor said it was perfect. That's oh, okay. Very odd. Very odd name. New York post gave it a good review. Have you really not heard of those guys? No, no, they're actually pretty decent. Since what did to the New York post? since uh 19 and the new york times do a game review 2005 they did the wheel of time they thought it was pretty good well they thought it was okay this is odd well 75 is an okay score this is are they sure are you are they talking about the games yeah this is the game are they the reviewers talking about the game uh yeah no 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 look at the individual quips it's wait wait no it's a documentary okay look for the the game <laughs> fuck you <laughs> uh, okay now we gotta find the real score there is no score oh well, just look real time and you can look is under this games. just like a game that nobody has ever like seen okay then remove the game uh, fuck 
Well, what does Amazon reviews say? Okay, IGN has given The Wheel of Time a 7.3. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's not terrible. That's not bad. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like it's legally available for download, though, so yeah, it shouldn't free, be. Even. Perhaps legally, yes, or it could just be someone put up a site just to say, here, guys. Maybe, yeah. yeah. We'll find out soon enough, I guess. Okay. All right, you're going to have to send me the, the link to that site. All right. Okay, well, thanks to the 10 of you who voted, four of which <laughs> are on the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, oh, you know. probably didn't vote. Mm, well, I, uh, that's true. should have just a, called them. You need, you'd the need time. a profile for, for that. Anyway, I, uh, I think we're done here, you guys. We'll uh, make sure you go to our website, newclan.net. Join our forums, ask us questions via there or the contact page. Talk about games. Do whatever the fuck you want. Um, you can also leave us an iTunes review, and um, we really appreciate those. And um, Oh, we actually have one. Right yeah, now. we should probably do that real quick, eh? I was just going to pretend that we didn't. Have... All right, well, we're going to do it anyway. It's titled Meh by Danzings. <laughs> Okay. Two star. Danzings gave Ultima Final Fantasy a three star review. That's right. He says, listening to casual idiots talk about Smash and other games they obviously know nothing about is painful. Mm-hmm. Sound quality is A+. Plus. Oh, well, there we go. I hate talking about games I don't know anything about as well. All right. Well, so. well, you know what? He may have given us a two star rating, but we still win because we got the review. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. He's in. He's, he's, in, he's the in the running. <laughs> he's technically in the running for Street Fighter. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, thank you for your... And Anthrax. Brutally, I mean, street, just <laughs> brutally honest uh, <laughs> review of our show, and we look forward to anybody else's. We are going to give away Street Fighter next week, so get those in ASAP. Yep. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash Gaming and then facebook.com slash Podcast. That's nude spelled N-E-W-D. And you can tweet me at Joseph Villier. Me at Obsidian Bob. Me at UFF Podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the nude. Live always in the nude. <sighs> Fuck off. Yeah!